Listener Production. Giving you the warm and fuzzies just like when your favourite flirty barista draws a love heart on your latte. Isn't that cute? It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yes, a very happy International Women's Day to you from Matt and Alex. And I want to start off by saying a massive happy birthday to my partner and baby mama Belinda um, for just being the best. Love you heaps. Uh, And congratulations on your big 4-0. So um, (laughs) she's not. She's not. (laughs) It's just been my running joke all weekend. She's going (laughs) to... Happy oh yeah, that's a, a real happy International <laughs> Women's Day for uh, for Belinda today. Good on you, good on you, mate. No, good day to you. If you are celebrating International Women's Day, dedicating this to our wonderful uh, female identifying listeners. Congratulations to you, Bron, producer Bron in the studio. Going to yeah. be joining us later on. Happy yeah. International Women's Day. Shout out to Woods, my sister Catherine. So many great women my in the world, Matt kind. Absolutely, my daughter Sophia. Oh, who I just. Just love so much. So, so many beautiful women around us. And an incredible game-changing woman will be joining us today. She makes tunes like this. Don't break me. Don't break me. Don't, 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 That's right, it's Montaigne going to be jumping in the studio. She's had a massive weekend at Mardi Gras. We're going to hear all about it. Uh, Got the new song that she's going to be performing at Eurovision. It's back on after a year off. She won Australia Decides. And now she's going to be heading over to the Netherlands to to compete against the best of Europe. As an Australian, quite the disadvantage. But uh, we'll see how she's feeling ahead of that one and how everything went this weekend at Mardi Gras. Let's jump into Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. All right, Matt O'Kine, it's time to talk to one of our favourite people and musicians who performed at the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras over the weekend. We were lucky enough to hand her an aria a few years ago for Breakthrough Act and she's been killing it ever since. Please, welcome to All Day Breakfast. It's Montaigne. Hello. You know, I, I mean, we first met... Well, I saw you at the at the news agency you were working at, <laughs> near down the road from my house. <laughs> oh lord, what a I, what an age I, ago! Okay, Matt Okai, we got Mad Tate on the show. Performed to thousands of people at the SCG over the weekend, and we're going right <laughs> in with the news agent job. I just walked past the news agency the other day, and I think about I can't not think about Montaigne every time I walk past the news agency. <laughs> so, so I'm sorry, but that's just nah. what I think. And you know where the news you, the new, you know where the news agency is, and Montaigne will back me up on this. It's right next to a store which we won't name the name of that is always. Discounting. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know? uh, also, no, I don't mind the mention of the news agency. I find like revisiting my humble past uh, exactly that humbling, which is, uh, I think, good and necessary. Uh, but yeah, no, I know the story you're talking about with the discounting all the time. What a what a rot! <laughs> <laughs> They're always eighty percent off. I'm like, just price them normally then. Exactly. Um, huge weekend, Mardi Gras, debuting this incredible song. It's called Technicolor and it sounds like this. But I got power, yeah. Midnight is the hour, yeah. Time to take off your clothes. It is another huge, catchy pop hit from Montaigne with just that 
excellent amount of quirkiness that we love whenever you bring out a song. And it's the new entrant for Australia to Eurovision this year after last year was cancelled. Your incredible track, Don't Break Me, was in the running for that. But now that they're going for a new year, they've said that's a bit a little bit old. And you given the task of coming up with a brand new. How did you cope with that? I think I was quite complacent about it for a while just because of like I had a whole year to do it. And I know that if I need to write a song that I'm capable of doing it within a day, um, <laughs> all I just need is like a few, like some days logged in so that I can actually do that day. Are you me at uni? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but I think I I um uh I mean I wrote I did a lot of writing and I worked with a bunch of different people, primarily Dave Hammer who this song ended up being written with. Um the most stressful thing was just like the amount of time we had after we decided what the song was going to be to like do everything else, like sort out a music video, choreograph the performances, decide how we were releasing it, cover art promo art, like all that stuff was a bit of a, a, a pressure cooker and it was, yeah, it was just hectic. But The thing that jumps out to me about this track, you know, most Eurovision songs are written to be as broad as possible. L- sort of lyrics that are like, you know, we we will succeed, we will fly high, um, you know, uh-huh. everybody on the dance floor, that sort of stuff. <laughs> the very first line of this song though is I want to be close to my mother. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, that sounds like Montaigne. Not, <laughs> that doesn't sound like Europe. That sounds like you. So sure. what was the decision making behind that? Well, the way I started writing the song was highly personal. It was kind of like me lying on my bedroom floor crying and then being like, I'm going to pick up the guitar while I do this. <laughs> and like... <laughs> And just um, singing, like, improving a verse. Why were you crying? I, I got off, like, a phone call with my mom that was, like, quite emotional. Um, and that sort of, like, lyric just came into my mind. I want to be close to my mother. Yeah, like, the first verse was really um, specific and personal. Uh, but then I sort of stopped. I think people, like came over to have dinner or something, so I had to stop writing the song and, like, collect myself. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and so it got up to, like, everything is frustrating, like, that, all that bit, not to the bit that's like, I got power, yeah, like, it's, and you can tell, like, that's the stuff that feels, like, emotional. Um, and then when I got into the studio with Dave Hammer, I was like, hey, I've written part of this song. Um, let, do you want to hear it? And he was like, for sure. And then we ended up just continuing on working on the song. And I had a change of heart where I was like, I would, at the moment, I feel like this is a really catchy song. I don't want to do a ballad at Eurovision this year. Like, I don't want to do a somber or sad or slow moving song. I That's not the headspace I'm in. I want to make a song that feels like it lives in the realm of delight as opposed mm. to like misery or grief or whatever because there was just so much of that last year and, you know, by the same token, that kind of music can also be quite cathartic and therapeutic but that's just not what I wanted to do this year. Do we know how many Um, Eurovision songs are going to be about isolation and connecting with people and and slightly obviously about the pandemic? This is 
the interesting thing, I've like listened to a lot of the songs for 2021 that have been released so far and a lot of people actually didn't touch it. Wow. Which I, yeah. I mean, some some people have. There was like, oh man, just like all of the Israel songs, very funny. Um, one of them was called, uh, I think it was La La Love and the chorus is so cooked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Says, because love is my disease, I want it to infect my generation. <laughs> Party till the morning, blah blah blah. Uh, I don't know, just the like idea of what it sounds like Matt was referring to earlier on, right? Minus yeah, the disease like it, element, <laughs> yeah, during like a pandemic, like trying to saying that you want to infect your generation, even if it is yeah, with love. It's I like, want a <laughs> super a spreader event of love today, yeah. all right? Beautiful. Well, what um, about other decision making process in the writing, uh, in the Montaigne studio? Because I got to tell you, I'm a big fan of a key change, and you've managed, <laughs> you've managed to give me what I want, what I crave. Yeah. But yeah. when you're in there and you go, who suggests it? And is anyone like, oh, uh, I don't it think was we should. actually my boyfriend. Really? He was like, <laughs> yeah, he was like, you should add a key change. After the first day, the first day, the like final demo was just the song without the key change. It was just the final chorus and then out. Mm. And it was my partner who was like, this should have a key change. Wait, is your partner a musician or was he was were they just like He's not, yeah, let's he's not a musician, but he is creative. Okay, gotcha. okay. Um, um, yeah. Montaigne, any suggestions for, I don't know, other boyfriends who are going out with a, a musician <laughs> and have suggested key changes and have had their ideas <laughs> shot down? Um, not Alex Dyson, has Woods, has Woods shut down a key change before? Oh, I got absolutely <laughs> flamed out of the sky oh, with that no. idea. <laughs> Oh, no, L. <laughs> oh, wow. But obviously your boyfriend's more convincing than I am with my <laughs> with the suggestions. But anyway, Montaigne, enough about that because you oh, are going to be performing wow. at Eurovision. Tell yeah. us about the plans for this year. It's going to be broadcast on SBS. It is after a year off. We're going to be back in action. How can people get involved and watch and how can we help you uh, take home the trophy for Australia? Do you have to quarantine? Yes. I think on the way back, if I go to – if I go and they're – Pretty sure that I'm going to go, um, but, you know, it's still an if. If I go to the Netherlands and do have to do the two weeks quarantine on the way back, like at home. Um, but don't, but is, not on not before the show? I don't think so. Okay. I do have to get tested every day I'm there and I think I have to get the vaccine as well, maybe. Mm. Um, Ooh, interesting. So they're taking a plenty of precautions. Uh, in May is when Eurovision is happening this year in the ne- Netherlands. You can watch Jess and support her and hopefully vote for her by uh, watching SBS uh, when that's all kicks off. We wish you all the best. It is absolutely incredible that uh, this is able to go ahead. You're able to represent this proud nation and sing uh, the beautiful song you've wrote recently, Technicolor, which is out now as well. Uh, We're sending you off. Thank you very much for chatting to us. I mean, talking to Montaigne is my disease and I hope to get infected (laughs) as much as possible with that in my veins. Don't give me a a vaccine for that because (laughs) I want it all through my body. (laughs) Thanks, Montaigne. You're the best. No worries. Thank you, guys. Catch you later. Have a good one. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. Okay, I'm going to pitch something to you, Alex Dyson. Uh oh, hang on. Let me put on my Shark Tank suit and mermaid tail because I am ready for this. Is it a moneymaker? 
Um, no, it's more. Of, it's more. Of, it's for the show. Oh, okay. okay cool. Okay. Right. So something to annoy our listeners with. Let, yep, well, let pretty me know. well, pretty much. You know, and, and look, something I'm noticing a bit recently, and, I, and we've talked about it plenty before. You know, it's that it's that we've, you know, we haven't shied away from from really sinking down into the gutter when it comes to when it comes to radio comedy. Hang on. Hang on a second. Are you talking about this noise? (laughs) Well, it's funny you bring that up, Alex Tyson, because, I mean, we talked to Brooke Boney earlier. Last week, yep. Last week. And, um, you know, everyone jokes about having a a fart noise on their panel. Yeah, only, (laughs) I mean... I mean, because like, it's a trope from back in the days, know. you know, like wacky commercial radio people, there's always sound effects, boing, you know, and then there's like yeah. a fart sound, they go, or like a toilet flushing. And I feel like most of those radio hosts are extinct, yep. but I yep. feel like Matt Dalek's All Day Breakfast is like, I remember there's a history teacher in the UK one time where they traced his lineage back to like a, some bones they found in a Pete Bog or something. Yeah. And it's just like where the, you know, where the last surviving. Well, I feel like, yeah, you know, it's like, it's so frowned upon (laughs) that it's almost like okay to do it. Like it's almost unique that we're doing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing is we're, we're original. Mm. We are original people. And I don't want to keep going down this, this disgusting road, the road that we're going down. I mean, the shows have been getting, Filthy. We've had to implement feces free Friday. It's it's really, it's really lowbrow stuff. Yeah, okay? and the, the mere fact that that exists tells you all you need to know about how the show's been going. Okay, here's what I'm thinking. Why don't we just get it out of our system? <laughs> don't put your head in your hands like no, that. I we see can't. you. No, we no. Can't. Okay, here's 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 what I'm pitching. <laughs> We get a fart sound, okay? We just and it's the official Matt and Alex fart, right? Okay, it's the official one. If if for whatever reason we want to use it, we've got one. I'm not saying that we should. We just get one, okay? So and we only one. We we just get one. Yeah. Okay, but we're not going to get any generic one. We want to get it from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is this wait 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 wait? <laughs> you're coming in here. You tell. Alex, I want to pitch you something. Are you pitching me so you think you can fart? <laughs> yes. Australia's. Are you? Australia's is that what great. you're saying to me, Matt O'Kine? <laughs> On the radio, I've been working in radio for 10 years. <laughs> and this is the areas we want to be going in this, now. This is my pitch. Yeah, you know, so. <laughs> Australia's got flatulence or something like that. <laughs> okay. I mean <laughs> Okay. Okay. You know, like my 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 dad, my dad always used to tell me, you know, he used to say if someone someone, you know, comes to you on the street and asks you for, you know, he says, give me your wallet or something like that. He said, just just give them your wallet, okay? Because those people they have nothing to lose. They're already <laughs> at the bottom. So they don't, they don't care. Whereas you've got everything to lose. Us, I feel like, 
we're already <laughs> at the bottom. Like we have nothing to lose. <sighs> All right. Well, I feel that our audience who come to us for hilarious, well-crafted jokes, they come to us for insights. They, they can't get anywhere else. We won moment of the year last year. It wasn't first Australia's got flatulence. I'll tell you that. It was for a beautiful, poignant discussion about the Black Lives Matter rallies, personalising it to experience. Imagine at the end of that, you telling your story, you just did a, a big old fluff. <laughs> what about what about this? Eggs factor. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, look, I can just see you, it. Okay? You are <laughs> killing me. <laughs> And right. I, I'm not saying no straight away, Matt, to your, to your idea. All I'm saying is we're going to need some judges. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and I want them to be the best in the biz, okay? We got <laughs> Matt Prestons, all right, of the world, your Manus. I want an international flatulence expert. <laughs> in order to judge, okay, and I want to, if this indeed gets created, <laughs> I want it buried on its own podcast, <laughs> its own easily what? avoidable <laughs> podcast. What? You're not going to give it, even let it be in our, in oh, it's our not on timeline? Prime time. No, no, no. It's not on, it's not on seven. It's not even on seven mates. <laughs> okay. No. It's not on seven plus. I want the random digital channel out the back to be hosting this show. Okay? The, the, the shopping, the TVSN. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, we might need to talk to a few people. Okay, look, for one, I know for a fact we're going to need to talk to our boss. <laughs> okay, because I, I get the feeling he is going yeah. to yeah. not be okay with this idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can fact, hear Chris Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Let's, let's, get, let's get Chris Marsh into it. Who is our audio producer? So, Marshy, you will be charged with the task... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I feel partly responsible <laughs> given Well, that you I, brought the I first brought one in, mate. Year, yeah. <laughs> but I can also tell you after 15 years of working with our executive producer, Sam Kavanagh, nothing makes him laugh like a fart. <laughs> oh, okay, well, dear. there we go. No, See, we're playing no. he right will into be the boss's 100% hands. 100% on board. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. This is what upper management want, man. <laughs> Okay, yes, we've tripped into the commercial realm, Madokai, but this is. If you're. Hey, hey, another thing my dad always said. He doesn't care. He said, he's always said, doesn't matter what you do in your life, you'll be the best you can be, okay? So he said, if you're going to be a garbage man, you'll be the best goddamn garbage man that you can be. So if we're going to be playing farts on this goddamn podcast, Alex Tyson, I want to be playing the best, richest, juiciest. Roundest babies there is. Okay, let us know. Um, our audience has the right of veto um, this, as always, because this is your your all day breakfast. But um, please get in touch uh, so you Sphinky can fart. <laughs> um, it could be coming to a bonus podcast near you. Let us know. And also, while you're at it. Hit us with your judges. Who in Australia yeah, do you should, think? Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. Maybe before we even take yeah. submissions, just who should be judging? Yeah. All right. Mr. Meat. <laughs> Mr. Meat. Oh, yeah, of course. We've got to get Mr. Meat. Okay, look, that's the first option. Okay, keep sending ideas through. 
Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Oh, dear. <laughs> Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Click fish. Click fish. With producer Bron. Yes, it's a very big welcome and a happy International Women's Day to producer Bron. G'day, Bron. Hello. Um, thanks for being awesome. Oh, thank you. Always, every single day in, day out. Yeah. Infallible almost. What was the one thing you did wrong? <laughs> the only fans thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that one thing, which ended up actually being quite funny anyway. So it's kind of like a, yeah, yeah. Um, a failed fail. You couldn't even fail. You know what I mean? It's great. Uh, well, Bron, you are awesome at no, not only when you're producing the show behind the scenes, but when you come and give us the best cheesy articles of the week that tempt us so. Uh, please put us out of our misery. What headlines did you uh, click on for us this week? These are total garbage. So, <laughs> oh, I love it. Which is Licking my lips. <laughs> what we're in for. Um, headline, the surprisingly simple test that might reveal if you're a psychopath. That's from <gasps> Seven News. Ooh. So... Mm. Sophia Boy, um, she posted a TikTok video and then posed a question to viewers. We have a grab of it. I want you to close your eyes and imagine yourself walking through the dark and eerie forest. Now your heart is pounding and you hear sounds all around you. Suddenly you hear and feel breathing behind you and you whirl around in terror. What do you see? A, a wild animal. B, a pale person of the opposite sex. C, a shadowy figure. D, a dog. E, nothing. F, a giant bug. <laughs> you, cl- you close your eyes, Matt. What did you see? Well, I saw like like it's like a horned person from um, Doom 2. Mm. Do you remember the video game Doom 2? <laughs> I mean, I, I realised that that wasn't on her list. Yeah, yeah right. But, can, you, um, can, can, you, can you put um, all of the above? Because <laughs> I imagined each one as she said them. <laughs> I'm assuming if you saw nothing, then you're a psychopath. No, apparently it's if you saw a dog, you have psychopathic tendencies, what? allegedly. Um, Whoa, who is this person? <laughs> she, she, Sophia is Boy. Is this a TikTok? She works at Dunkin' Donuts in, oh, uh, in are we getting? Are we getting psychological analysis from a TikTok, a random TikToker? Basically, yes. Oh, okay, I'm sure. that That's, yeah. Any qualifications? Sounds in- legit. Um, But yeah, if you see a dog, apparently it means it's indicative of a masking behaviour. You know what? If you like dogs, you're a psychopath in my book. (laughs) Everyone in the world but Matt. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, what's what's up next? So it's a headline from the Daily Mail. Supermarket shopper wins praise for her time-saving trick that will Uh shave minutes off your weight at the checkout. Okay. Did we have... Didn't we have something where at Aldi, if you just ask them to go faster, that's sped it up or something like that? <laughs> yeah, this, but this is a different style of time saving. <laughs> so it, it, if okay, so it'll save you minutes. Yeah, it'll shave checkout. minutes off your wait at the checkout. Okay, so it's not minutes off your entire shop while you're in the building. It's when you get to the checkout, you can save actual minutes. minutes. I'm gonna guess that she pa- they they pack as well as the person behind the counter. Um, mm, no. I'm going to guess you don't buy any of the gum or lollies that are there because it takes time. No, it's a weird one. It's apparently if they urge shoppers to sort their fresh produce into separate bags. So instead of having like 
nectarines and peaches in the same bag, you should put them in separate bags to save time. Yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. How does this Is save that as time? it's getting packed to go to the car or when you're getting produce and you've got those little thin plastic bags yeah. to put your peaches in, do people put all the peaches and nectarines in the same one and then the people have to take them out and then do it that's, and then... Yeah, that's what she was saying people do and it shaves minutes if you do, be a normal but person. no one does and that. Do no, one, do no, that. <laughs> no one does that. She's, she, you know what happened? She has done that. Yeah. <laughs> She's gone to the checkout. It's taken her ages every time. She's shaved it off her own shop. This is how I saved minutes because I'm a fool. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, okay, that's good to know. Thank you. How to have a not a broken nose. Stop punching yourself in the face. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, Bron. Okay, thank you, Bron. And next uh, what's story. next? Last one. This got sent to us quite a lot in the inbox, so you might have already seen this, but this is from E! News. Headline, where are the aquamarine stars today? Oh! <laughs> oh, don't bring this up, Bron. No, I'm very annoyed. I saw a couple of these I saw a couple of these articles. And do you think they ever mentioned Matt O'Kine who played Nick in Aquamarine once? The dolphin trainer? No, this is Aquamarine. I no, played Nick. That was HG. You're, you're, in, too many, you're in too many mermaid shows. I'm in man. so many mermaid I'm red hot for the mermaid <laughs> shows. So they, you Nick. weren't even included in it. No, but I, uh, if you want, I'll give you my rendition again. I don't. What are the other stars doing? Hey, no. I, <laughs> remember I turned up in the car and I said, hey, come on, man, we got to go. Lobster Bay's going off right now. <laughs> so there you go. Still got it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but didn't they dub you? Hey, Marshy, did anyone, why is your, why is your mic on? When did, how did this happen? Um, no respect so where are they from? from any of you guys. Well, I'm interested tell in where the, the actual stars are these days. Where, so where? It was the 15-year anniversary last week, oh. so that's why it's come up again. But Emma Roberts, she was in American Horror Story, Scream Queens. Yeah. She was in a Netflix rom-com holiday. She was doing lots of stuff. Sarah Paxton, she was... Um, she was in Halloween Town, like a reboot of that oh, yeah. in Shark Night, a bunch of horror stuff. Jojo. Jojo. Just trying to avoid oh, my calls. Yeah. Things. Well, that's, that's amazing. 15 years. Did you head to the anniversary? I saw there was it was a sick party of all the people who'd been in it. They all went to a big anniversary of 15 years Where? since Aquamarine. Where was the party? Was it at Lobster oh, Bay? I think the Sheridan. They, they hide out a Did room. Did you actually? Invited. Yeah, Did you see yeah. this? Yeah. No, I didn't get, no, I didn't get invited. Oh. Oh, no. Maybe you should have oh. rung up JoJo and asked where no, your invite was. No, you know was. what? You weren't <laughs> lying, Bron, when you said all of these were garbage. <laughs> Absolute rot. Well, the good thing is, Matt O'Kine, nowadays, if what would have been said if the article, if you'd been included in the article, what are you up to these days? Searching for the best fart sound <laughs> in my <laughs> podcast. That's what it would say. He's on to bigger and wetter things. <laughs> um, thank you, Bron. Thank you. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for all you do for this show as well. Bye. All day breakfast. Well, Matter Kind, flights are starting again, which is good for people who like to travel and go places and everything. But it comes with risks, okay, because I'm sure planes have been sort of sitting on the ground for a long time. Oh, just, yeah. Uh, gathering dust. Uh, or other things, because I just saw a, a news story um, that says 
Angry and aggressive cat attacks pilot in cockpit, forces emergency landing. Okay, I didn't want to click on this article because I thought Bron might end up giving it in a clickfish one day. But what? So what the hell happened? A pilot of a Boeing 737 turned the plane around after 30 minutes into the flight after a cat attacked him inside the cockpit last week, according to El Sundaya newspaper in Sudan. The Taco Airlines flight was headed from Khartoum, the capital Sudan to Doha, the capital of Qatar, when a stowaway cat appeared in the cockpit. It became angry and aggressive and resisted attempts to catch it. You don't want a feline loose in the cockpit. <laughs> no. I mean, that's that would be terrifying. It, it, although as far as any kind of animals go, mm. you know, a cat's better than snakes. That is true. It's there's cats no, I on mean, a plane is better than snakes on a plane. I've never made a movie about cats <laughs> on a plane. Maybe it, it's time. And it is better than if you're the um, the pilot of the plane. You say you're cruising at 35,000 feet, just there looking out the window. That's good. And then you're just sitting there and you glance up at the plane's sun visor and you go, uh-oh, I hope there's not a huntsman behind there. I really hope on this plane in the sky that there's not a huntsman behind that. You pull it down and a cat jumps out onto your face. <laughs> Suddenly you're veering off through the sky into the other lanes, yeah. I mean, I, I really, is a cat going to attack you? I feel like the cat is more likely just going to jump onto your lap. Uh, and purr a lot, unless it starts doing that thing with their claws into your crotch. Needing, needing your crotch, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I feel people who don't like cats, the first cat they met was one of the cats, sim- similar to this one, where it it's a scratchy cat. It it doesn't like people. It what if doesn't it, what, want t- to be touched. What if, it, what if it was actually the movie Cats that took over the plane? <laughs> Everyone had to watch it. The one star yeah, with Judy Dench. There's a, fight on, there's a complaint from people on the plane. We had to turn the plane around. The movie Cats was on and... Everyone hated it. So we just had to t- touch down as quickly as possible. So anyway, be, be wary know, getting on planes recently. They've, they've been sitting around. Anything could be on them. My friends, I've got two friends who had, who had the, turn, the turnaround planes. Yeah. One was uh, New Zealand to Sydney. Yeah. Right, halfway through. This is, it was a friend going to Ronnie Chang's wedding, actually. New Zealand, halfway over there. They've said over the flight, uh, over the PA, or oh, um... No toilets are working. There's been some malfunction with the toilet systems. We're going to have to turn the flight, the flight around and go back. But they were oh. halfway there. So you'd be like... Keep going. <laughs> just keep, keep just going. Don't, yeah, don't keep, don't bother. I had that Everyone on a just flight. hold on. I had a problem with a cat on a flight, the cat being a tiger and the tiger being the, t- the type of flight I was on. <laughs> but they didn't even tell us what was happening. But we were halfway to Sydney from Melbourne. They go, oh, I'm very sorry, we're going to have to turn around. Turned around. Landed in Melbourne, stayed on the plane for an hour. They fixed it, and then we flew to Sydney again. Just Whoa. landed in the destination we're going to and fix it. <laughs> we're in the air. May as well just pointed at the other airport. <laughs> we're gone for over halfway. Um, Unbelievable. A friend of mine. A friend of mine. The longest trip in the the longest flight in the world for a while, if not still, was the Sydney to um, Dallas. Uh, Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah, Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah. Right. Fifteen hour flight. Um, my friend was on it eight hours into the flight. No, no, <laughs> Turn no. around. <laughs> no, back. no, no. <laughs> Could you imagine? I just, just landed in Hawaii. Let us party <laughs> for a bit. Like, come on. My friend's dad was driving to Sydney around lockdown time. Oh, yeah. Got the call up saying, oh, sorry, you're not going to be having accommodation. Was over six hours in, had to turn around and drive home. <laughs> End up in the same place. All right, all right. So what I thought would start is, what's your cat what's surprise your cat, cat, cat talk about? 
Where have you found a cat? Yeah, let's go with when have you had to turn back? Chris Marsh, audio producer. On that Sydney to Dallas flight, Mm. I was lucky enough one Christmas day, actually, to be in first class. Oh, and, oh, right, oh, all right. Then I don't right, care right. where you are. I've you turned, had to I've turn turned back my offer for talk back here because I don't, I don't know much, but I know I'm not going to be able to relate to this story. <laughs> <laughs> and as we were taking off, they aborted the takeoff and we oh. turned around and went back to the gate. And it always, so you started r- along the runway getting we quicker. We actually and then, lifted off slightly and then touched back down. Oh, my oh, God. Then it hit the brakes. Yeah, hit the brakes, turn around. And I, it always amused me of the difference in this was the, my first time in first class. The difference in service at that moment, <laughs> when economy passengers weren't even told what happened. Yeah. Versus the pilot personally came out and sat in my suite <laughs> and told me why we aborted <laughs> the takeoff because a uh, they were they'd had an engine warning. And when we got back, they had an investigation and they found that a cicada had been in the in the engine in where the sensor is. They dug the cicada out. He had it in his hand and showed it to me. <laughs> what? Versus he showed you the cicada. sitting there going, why are we, haven't we taken off yet? <laughs> and he's going, check out this. Check this check, out. Cicada. Check, this out. check out the cicada. Check out the cicada. Here. That just makes me think that he's also in the first class area going, Hey, guys, okay, do you want me to show you where the real emergency exits are? (laughs) (laughs) All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm -mm. Yes, a massive thank you for joining us on uh, what is International Women's Day for Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We thank you very much. We thank you to all our guests, Montaigne and, of course, producer Bron. Both absolute legends. That's right. And if you finish your mountain, Alex, for the day and you want to get in the International Women's Day mood, awesome, we've got some awesome recommendations for you for some female-fronted podcasts that I'm sure to, uh, yeah, tickle your fancy. Yeah, you might remember we had Veronica Milsom on a, a little while back. Uh, she has an incredible podcast called Zero Waste Baby and she's just, yeah, it's, so, it's such a great insight into not just bringing new life into the world but also trying to reduce your impact on the environment when you do it. Absolutely. Uh, Brooke Boney joined us last week from Brooke and Linda's Dream Club, which is killing it. Of course, our Shameless Sisters. What a podcast they've put together every single week. Um, Marley Silvers always, was, always, will be. Our stories is awesome. And chuck another one in the mix. Let's talk about sects, which I've been listening to a lot recently, Matt O'Kine. What's that? Sarah Steele. It's an independent podcast where she researches and, yeah, presents these stories about sects or cults, different stories about cults. And she's done like four seasons of it. But I've, yeah, just absolutely intrigued and besotted by these stories that she managed to research and put together. So um, there's another one for you if you want to get amongst it. Hey, also, speaking of female empowerment, send in your farts. Okay, (laughs) we want... Oh my I don't God. want just big, gross dudes sending farts, okay? I want all of... Well, that is boundary-breaking. I'll give you that. <laughs> I want girl farts too. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> We're sisters! <laughs> Tooting it for oh, the tails. <laughs> my goodness me. 
Uh, apologies on behalf of the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast podcast. We really appreciate your company and we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.